I think she wants to talk to me. I mean, it's only radio. She's been a, a television star again today, I think, on the uh, on the Today Show. Good morning, Van. Oh, Marcus, you are so adorable. You will always be my true love. All right, then, even though I can't put you on the... Maybe you can get me on telly. Would I go all right on telly, do you think? Uh, uh, darling, I think you will excel at anything you try. All right, because, you know, we need a, another lefty um, on the telly. I'd have to be oh. seven, though. I couldn't go on nine like you because, you know, the whole 2GB thing. <laughs> anyway, how'd you go this morning? I'm going to watch it back later. All right? Well, I've got to say, it was it was actually really nice to be on uh, with, with Jackie Lambie. Yes. And I can't think of another time I've done a panel where it was just state school girls from regional Australia. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's one of the things that we don't, we don't acknowledge in this country is the class divide. Mm-hmm. And certainly my experience in the media is that you meet a lot of people who have a really great understanding of what it's like to be privileged, but not a lot of understanding about of what it's like to just be, you know, an ordinary state school kid. So that was really exciting, actually, for oh, me. Good. That was that was new and pretty fresh. All right. Um, well, I, I I look forward to your next appearance. In the meantime, um, here in Radio Land, we're focused on this ridiculous response to the pandemic that makes you want to scream at the wall. It was an article from the SBS uh, that describes something that we just shake our heads at. Uh, The gist of it is the Morrison government told service providers and employers they had to organise their own rats. The service providers and employers secured their own supplies, but then the government apparently forcibly requisitioned and acquired those same supplies, leaving the service providers and employers still without them. What on earth is going on here? Oh, it is outrageous, Marcus. Like, I mean, you can see the tone changing in the Australian conversation that people have gone from, you know, following the rules and doing the right thing and trusting that the government has a plan to realising they have no plan at all. They have no idea what they're doing. In fact, the things that they're doing are creating more confusion and more chaos. And I think we are all screaming at the wall at the moment. You know, I got contacted by friends this morning who'd woken up with a sore throat and who was like, I need to find a rapid antigen test. You know, she works in a, um, a doctor's surgery, so you can imagine, you know, this is quite important for her. They don't have any rapid antigen tests, so she's on the hunt. And I was like, you know, you're probably best going on social media and seeing if one of your friends has them. Because this is what's been happening. So all of these service providers, employers, retailers were told, you need to be rapid antigen testing your people. You need to organise your own supply. The government's not doing it. And that's what they're doing. So I was contacted by somebody from a disability service provider the other day who is in tears. They deal with people who are very medically vulnerable. You know, if coronavirus gets into that community, it wreaks absolute havoc. We know that. And they had done everything they were told to do by the government. They had found um, a distributor. The distributor had secured the supply rapid antigen test and the federal government has swept in and taken them all. And she's like, we did what they told us to do. They said, find your own. But how can the federal government sweep in and requisition their tests? And, and where have they gone? Well, this is the thing. No one knows where they've gone because uh, another person contacted me today trying to find rapid antigen tests to someone who they knew who's, servicing in, the, who's um, in service in the police force. And I'm like, what, so police aren't getting them? And this is the thing. There's no clarity from the government. There's no transparency. Nobody knows what's going on. 
people hear things from one another and this information is shooting around the internet. But this picture is forming that the government just had no plan. They've had two years. Now, the other day, <laughs> someone found a tweet from Sally McManus from June yeah. last year. Sally McManus is the Secretary of the Australian Council. Yeah, we had Trade Sally Union. on the program just the other day, and she, yeah. I know what you're going to say. Uh, not and only she, did the unions warn... This in, yeah. yeah, she was saying this in June. Yeah. That basic, like, basic workplace safety is to secure supplies of these rapid antigen tests. Now, she's, what, seven months, eight months ahead of what the government are doing. And why weren't they listening to her at the time? Well, why weren't they listening to unions like the TWU, who represents truckies, who were like, this is going to be a massive impact on our industry if we can't test people? Not only that, Van, why on earth didn't they listen to the Australian Medical Association? They had a meeting with them early in September where the AMA went pleading with the federal government. They met uh, with senior um, senior figures of uh, health, senior health bureaucrats in Canberra, saying the same thing that Sally said, the same thing that other unions have said. You need to get a, su- a supply, you need to start ordering and buying up massive stockpiles of rapid antigen tests because that's what they're doing overseas to try and manage this thing. It apparently fell on deaf ears because, as we know, uh, the Prime Minister said, oh, well, you know, we don't necessarily want to interfere with the private market. So in but my... they are interfering with the private market. If your employees are falling sick and you can't service mm. orders or keep your shop open or deliver anything or sell anything, that's interfering with the private market, Scott. I don't want to be, you know, the socialist from down the road who explains how capitalism works to you, buddy, but unless you <laughs> enable people to keep trading, there is no trade. Oh, I don't know. I just I don't get it. But anyway... Um... We will just battle on, and good luck trying to get your hand on a rat. Apparently, there's millions of them on their way. Uh, better late than never, I guess. I've oh, done well, a... they spend the money on the advertising campaign, Marcus. Didn't buy the rapid antigen test, but did no. spend the money on the advertising campaign. Oh, the Morrison and... Liberal government. Oh, and don't forget the $1.5 billion on on tanks the other day and, you know, uh, what, the three-odd billion dollars on a, a fund that uh, Senator Murray Watt told me yesterday has just sat there uh, collecting interest, $750 million worth, uh, but not a cent going to, I don't know, uh, survivors of natural disaster so they can perhaps get out of tents and out of the humpties that they've set up in bushfire-affected flood zones. But, you know, the announcement was good. You know, there were almost 100,000 positive cases of coronavirus announced in New South Wales alone yesterday. Like, the the virus is rocketing through the country. Mm. It is affecting every single household, everyone. Everyone is being touched by this. Whether it's shortages at the supermarket or your friends, family falling sick, or you falling sick, you know, it is terrifying. And they are spending money on tanks. A reminder to the audience, we are an island nation. We <laughs> are not defending land borders. The idea that tanks are, are a priority right now, that just says everything about Scott Morrison's leadership. Well, I look forward to the government delivery clown noses or something mm. is equally useless tomorrow. Yep. Uh, well, uh, that's a bit of a faux pas. I think Peter Dutton had his hands on that, just like Christopher Pine <laughs> left us with the uh, with the legacy of, you know, billions of dollars of wasted taxpayer money on submarines. Let's move on. I've done a, a survey on the program today, a simple question. I think you voted on it. Should Hillsong cop a $55,000 fine? Uh, we published this uh, this little survey a couple of hours ago. Let's have a look. Five 
533 people have so far voted with a thumbs up. No one says no. Everybody says yes, they should be fined. Oh, well, they should. I mean, 55,000, let me tell you, that's like the change in the collection plate. Of oh, your really? Song. They're definitely good for it. Oh, they've got loads of money. This thing in Newcastle, you know that's more than 300 bucks a head that they're participating in. No. No wonder they think the rules don't apply to them, the kind of cash that's, that's getting transacted. And this is the thing. This is the tenor of the times in this country. If you've got money, like Hillsong or Jerry Harvey or, you know, Novak Djokovic, suddenly the rules don't apply to you. You can basically do whatever you want. Right. Sorry. I, I, <laughs> silly me. I know, right? Mm. I mean, imagine having some kind of, you know, inherited sense of Australian fairness that we were a people who were constantly trying to make this country more fair. That's the great Australian project. Well, the yeah. government don't really agree with that, which is why religious organisations got a carve-out from the New South Wales Liberals saying that even if, if you're a professional musician, there will be no singing and dancing. If you're running a nightclub, no singing and dancing. Everybody respects that. We're trying not to get COVID. But if you're a religious community, oh, well, I mean, the rules don't apply. You can have singing and dancing. But then and of course, the health minister acting in shock yesterday. <gasps> really? They're doing what? I mean, well, isn't, isn't he a part of health? To do. Isn't Amazing he about it? Isn't uh, does he not have links, the health minister in New South Wales, to Hillsong? Isn't he part of uh, them as well? I don't, look, I don't know. But Well, I'm sure Marcus may oh. take his call if he finds. Uh, I, I don't get it, Van. I don't understand. Oh, look, it's very simple, Marcus. There is a group of really privileged, wealthy people who think the rules don't apply to them. All right. And until we have a government that's willing to impose those rules, they will continue to act in that way. Fair enough. This is where this country is at the moment. I am sick of it. You are sick of it. Every single person who signed that poll with you is sick of it. And I don't think Australians are willing to take this anymore because we, the majority, have done all the right things. Again and again and again, Australians have shown up for vaccination, Australians have obeyed lockdown, Australians have done whatever we can to keep ourselves and our community safe. Yes, we and have. And you have these people who just who just think that, you know, they have a magical glow from God or whatever it else it is that will magically protect them from coronavirus or their attitudes don't matter or whatever. Well, it's mm. time those people were brought into line. And I think that's a very popular position in this country at the moment. Well said, Van. I love it. All right, we will talk to you again soon. The Week on Wednesday podcast is available. It's one of the most popular, of course, and we'll catch up with more of your uh, columns in The Guardian. Thank you. Oh, you're the best, Marcus.